Hi, this is Aaron Sigerman, CEO of Redcon One, and the opinions and views inside Meathead Nation podcast do absolutely not reflect the views and opinions of Redcon One. In fact, they're probably quite opposite and contrary to ours. So I don't know uh, who authorized this podcast. Nobody asked me, but yeah, here they are. We on? We on. This is how we always start the show. We never we're know back. if we're recording or not. We made it. We were we alive. Back. Woo, what Barely a, what alive, What a fucking though. trip that was. Probably the best one of my 10 years, honestly. Oh, yeah. Except for my first one. My first one was great, but... Yeah, the first one's always like, you know, losing your virginity, kind of. Yeah, it's popping my cherry. And then... Uh, but yeah, I'd say in terms of like, uh, how would we rank it, like... Decide how it's best um, in terms of like met the coolest people. Well, we met some cool, cool people, huge supporters of Mehead Nation, which was very humbling. Yeah. Um, the fact that you guys listen to this shit, follow us on Instagram, care what we do, support the brand, buy our t shirts, like our t shirts, and then we're waiting for us at the fucking Redcon yeah, One booth. Was, really blew my mind. Yeah. Because we're just two schmucks just, you know, having fun. And it's like I, I saw so many people walking around with shirts. I know. Dude. And it was cool for a lot of reasons. Obviously, you want the brand to do good, right? But it was also good because now I get to see, uh, you know, which items are more like than the others. Because you got to figure, like, this is a, a really big event, and people put a lot of thought and effort into what they wear. You right. know what I mean? Like, I, mean, I were, know I do. Were you honestly shocked that the Pornhub-inspired T-shirt was the most popular yeah. item? Most requested item. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe uh, I thought the tank top would do better. But, Same here. Um, I don't know. Christine, well, you, you were know right. What it, you know what it is? is that, you were um, wrong. When you work out, you wear the tank top. But when you're when you go to an event, you're more likely to wear a t-shirt. That's very so true. I Unless think, you're a tool bag, like yeah. You were so on I Saturday. think, um, yeah. Who would wear the Pornhub tank top to the event? Even though I did that on Saturday, yeah. But um, wear a tank top in 32 degree weather, even though you did on Saturday. <laughs> but if you wear jeans and a tank top, it's weird. If you were if you wear athletic pants or shorts with a tank top, it, it, you got a whole workout outfit on, and it's cool. But if you're wearing, right, yeah, if you're wearing jeans with like a belt and boots, and then you just have a tank top on, it's like, what are you doing? If you're like, well, then you're really just trying to show off. All right, back to the positive stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, trip itself well, really really smooth sailing to get there. The trip home got a little little bumpy. It wasn't that bad. Just the chick that sat with us, was very sweet. Yeah, just wouldn't shut the fuck up, and I was I, not I in was, mood to have I was a conversation. Thoroughly enjoying my conversation with. I know her. you were. I wasn't. Well, hold um, on. First things first, before we get into all the stories of what happened this weekend, go to redcon1.com and use code MEATHEAD20 to save 20% off all your Redcon orders. So a lot of the deals have ended, but there's always the MEATHEAD20 deal. Always. That's live 24-7, 365. Yeah, so we... Uh, I didn't know this, but Southwest has like movie theater seating. You just sit wherever the fuck you want. Yeah. So we attempted to... Because on the way there, we sat with an open seat in the middle. And it, was it was awesome. Fucking great. And then on the way back... And we didn't even get beat up by anybody from Southwest. How about that? Huh? Yeah, right? Nobody I was ready us in a for, or fucking, for Chuck Liddell to come uh, bring me my peanuts or yeah. something. You know what I mean? Tito Ortiz choked me out of some shit. So we ended up sitting next to this very nice young lady. Uh, it was her first time flying. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think she was kind of into us a little bit, huh? She definitely wanted an Eiffel Tower. Oh, yeah. I actually I brought up an Eiffel Tower at one point in a respectful way. <laughs> yeah, you did, but she didn't get it very at all. Very respectful. She didn't. Uh, and when not we a, laughed. Not an Eiffel Tower with us. No, no. just We, with... we got very personal with this girl, and yeah. she was asking this guy advice, and she, I, I forget what it was. It was like... I, I'll, she, I'll, I'll give a brief summary real quick of what she asked us. Yeah. She slept with two best friends, and she liked one best friend a lot, like wanted to date him. He didn't like her like that. He just wanted to bang her out. The one that she didn't like liked her like that. So she didn't know what to do to make the other guy fall in love with yeah, her. Yeah, so I love giving advice to girls on guys this is great. when yeah. I don't know the guy because then I can just completely throw them under the bus. Right. Like she's like, oh, he said he's not really sure what he wants. I'm like, oh, he wants to just fuck you and he's going to just do what he can to keep doing that. Verbatim, that's exactly yeah. what Dave said. So she was like, what do I do? I'm like, have you ever been to France? 
Yeah. And she was like, no, it's my first time flying. And I was like, okay, moving on. Yeah, then he looked at me and I was like, she right didn't over her head. She understand the right over her head. Tower reference. But, um, God, she said the freakiest thing that this other kid did was put her his tongue in her yeah, ear. Yeah, she was complaining. The one the one guy she was with was too freaky because he put the tongue in her ear. And I was like, in it, in your ear, huh? Yeah. Wow, that's that's pretty I was like, that's a terrible gross. spot to have yeah, a tongue, huh? Ear, man. But then she asked me about my uh, my girl problems too, and it was it was a good little talk. Yeah, yeah, it was a nice little laundry list. I think she's there. like a Redcon fan now. She was asking me about the products and stuff. Well, in her defense, she didn't know what meatheads were at first, so she called us juiceheads to her her friend on her phone there. Oh yeah, because before she talked to us, she admittedly like was talking shit about us, which I thought was pretty funny. Well, no, she said she didn't. She wasn't talking shit. She just didn't know how to describe us to her friends. So, because she was like, "How's the flight?" And she's like, "Oh, it's great. I got stuck with two juice heads, and they're funny or something like that." Well, it was funny because when we when we sat there, um, and she said, "Because uh, I was like falling asleep," she was like, "Oh, you can um, what did she say?" You she can, was like, you could fall asleep on Yeah, my she was like, you can fall asleep on my shoulder. And as a joke, I said, oh, I'd rather fall asleep on his. And I pointed to Rudy. And she was like, oh, are you guys together? And I thought she meant like, as in traveling together. Yeah, no, you, you didn't But I think she first. meant like gay together. Well, that's why I grabbed your side. I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just lovers. embraced it. Yeah, but I thought that was pretty and funny. She's like, oh, okay, cool. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, I would go for somebody much more attractive than him. But she's like, oh, I didn't know. So, she was very sweet. Yeah, though. it's it's always nice to meet people on an airplane you actually want to talk to. I'm just a very I moody get, person. Yeah, sometimes time, so. you get stuck talking to somebody and it's just like the worst. That's why I was glad you were in the middle, not me. Yeah, and not her, because one of we would have crushed her if she sat in the middle. She oh, I know. She probably would have loved that though. Yeah, but she was a nice girl. She uh, hopefully she's not listening to us right now. Oh, she is. She's <laughs> she's a fan. She knows about the meathead. She checked out our page. But meathead twenty. Meathead twenty. Yeah, yeah. She's gonna go buy her MRE bars right now for twenty percent off. All right, so we're gonna bring Luke on the show today. Yeah, do you want to do that was, now, or do you want to? Let's uh, do it now because this was Swold out of Three's uh, first Arnold experience, and he had a he had a completely different experience than us. All right, I'm gonna go grab him. You got some stuff to talk about while oh, I'm gone. All right, yeah, yeah. I was gonna go grab him. Go oh, ahead. You go grab him. Um, I don't know tell, what. What I should I talk to, about? Tell the people that you know how you became a part of the Arnold. How became part of the Arnold? Okay, a lot of people cool. might not know how yeah. you became a part of the Arnold. So for those of you who don't welcome, know, by the way. Um, we were there not with Redcom. We were helping out Redcom. We were at the booth a lot, but we actually uh, run the social media pages for the Arnold. So me and uh, Rudy, well, originally it was just Rudy. So Rudy's been doing this for uh, five or six years now, and about not last year, but the Arnold before, um, asked me to help him out. So basically, uh, we get flown out, we get put up, it's awesome. We get to go backstage, we get to go to all the booths, any event we want. And uh, basically, our goal is to just make the people at home feel like they're at the Arnold. So it's kind of like uh, the fly on the wall type experience. Um, and with the stories, it's gotten so much easier because you can put up pictures all day, but the stories are what people really look at. You know, it's more is, a live, live feed. Yeah, it's like a live feed. All right, so I'm going to give you – here, I'll give you guys the mic. You can, you can just talk to them. All right. That works. Word. I figured you want to be a part of this, no? Meatheads. Can we in- introduce you? Come on. You want to introduce me? Yeah, swole out of three. Ooh. Mr. Fucking Mentally Triggered over here. Oh, shit. Bringing it back. Oh, on the podcast, I guess. Okay. We got one one half of Methylate Triggered. Short half. So this was your first, <laughs> the short half, yeah. This is your your first ever Arnold yes. ever, correct? Yes. Absolutely. You've never been before? No. You used to watch it all the time yes. on the live stream? Yes. First things first, scale one to ten. Ten plus. Yeah? Yeah. Because awesome. your experience was a little bit different than mine and Dave's. Yeah, you were stuck in the fucking crowd. Yeah, dude. And I was stuck behind the booth, like, rubbing assholes with everybody else. Pretty much. But pretty it was much. Awful. I don't mind. 
You're some stains on my shorts. I think I've mentioned it before on here that uh, <laughs> your enthusiasm is what made me excited for the Arnold again. Cool. Because I've been so jaded by this industry because most of the people in the industry are a bunch of fucking douchebags. To see you super excited, it brought back the fan in me yeah. and got me super excited. And then to see how excited Dave was because this year yeah. was like it's less close. stressful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Last time he was there, but the boot, you worked the booth last time. Yeah. And he helped out yeah. with the fucking Arnold social media. And the year before. Yeah. Last time. Yeah. Bitch. You had more. And the year before, it was the same thing. This time. Yeah. yeah. Right? So you were able to experience more of the actual expo and take some pictures of some hot chicks. And well, it was that, but I was able to focus on just one thing and actually right. give it 100%. Yeah. Gotcha. Which was great for me because there was a lot. I was burnt out, honestly, by Saturday. Yeah. After prejudging, I was fucking shot. I went downstairs and looked at like I watched the fencing. I gave away some tickets and then I said, "Fuck this!" I went back upstairs and then did some uh, shit for the Arnold statue because we had a contest going on. I didn't yeah. even get to take a picture with the statue because every time I went over there, there was a line of like forty people. Ah, uh, dude! I was like, "Fuck!" And I had to run back and get back to the booth. But at the end of the day, the um, I was exhausted. My feet were killing me. I want to know your top five moments, though. All right. So probably the first moment was actually being within arm's length of Arnold. Right. Okay? I didn't get to actually meet him or shake his hand. Or you got to see him, him, though, right? But I got to see his old ass walking by. Yeah. And I was just like, holy shit, that's a fucking legend. Right? It's the whole reason that we even do this shit is because of oh, him. Yeah. It was, it was, that was just surreal. So why didn't he come into the fucking Redcon one booth? That's what I want to know. he was just busy and I had a bunch of shit going on. See, back in the day, he used to go to every single booth throughout the weekend. Yeah. He made sure of it. There's so many. I mean, now it's just so imagine overwhelming. Yeah. Crowds. Yeah. Well, They're he nuts. had a security guard just push everybody out of the fucking way. True. But. So moment number two um, is going to be just meeting our team, dude. Because, yeah. you know, our athletes that we have, I'm the athlete manager as well. So yep. a lot of them, we meet them from afar. You don't get to meet them right. in person. So to be able to actually go there and be able to... You know, I got to meet Ernie Lillybridge Jr., which was awesome. Was I didn't get to meet the Lillybridges. I was, was bummed. I only got to meet Jr., so I don't know if anybody else was. Oh, maybe Ernie um, was just the only one there. He might have been the only one there. Damn, I wanted to meet him. Jeremy Popvin. Great Kenneth kid. Owens, which I had already met at Nationals before he became an athlete. Yep. Um, Kenneth Chris was a great Esther, guy. Chris, great guy. Maddie. Forbert, I didn't get to meet her. I no. saw her real quick when we were going to the Arnold statue. I didn't get to say hi to her or anything like she that. She was at the bar. Oh, yeah. I think by the time you guys got she, there. Oh, that's there. right. She was. And then I went to say, like, introduce Maddie, myself. But she was a bad girl. You're 20. And, and I, she was walking out. She was wasted. She's only 20? Yes. I believe. She might have turned 20. Who's buying her drinks, though? I don't know. No names? I have no clue. No names? Me, I promise. And then. Lies. The dog, Ray Williams. Ray Ray, I didn't get to meet him either. No? no I got a picture of him when we were leaving at the SBD booth, right? Yeah. yeah. Suck big dick, is that what this stands for? No. Suck black it? dick? What is, what is it? <laughs> Listen. It's one of those I ones. No, what's what's <laughs> Ray, let us know what it is. Is it suck big dick or suck black dick? I, I don't know, but yeah. We'll find you, out for everybody. Got me all flustered. Yeah, no. Okay. Didn't so, expect uh, that. No. So long story short, the and then so moment number three was just Dude, Ray squatting 1,069 pounds. That's fucking nuts. What the fuck? Nuts. Bro. The fact, Bro. okay, I fucking hate the organization he's in just because. USAPL, yeah. Well, no, it's, I don't hate the organization itself. I, I hate the fact, no, no, I love powerlifting. I hate the fact that he has to step out of the squat rack. Yeah. Like, are you, you could fucking easily tear your quad, blow yeah. out your knee, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I hate that. Right. That's part of USAPL powerlifting. That's oh, that is part of it. Yeah, that's the way that they do it. So that's, see, that's, they don't use monolifts. And yeah, like why that, can't like they? Some of the other why? 
It's just the way that USAPL does it. So it's just, for me, it's just watching them. Like, oh my god, he's gonna blow out his knee. Yeah. Well, but then the when video he's prior yeah, to that oh yeah, Instagram where he walked out a thousand three yeah. pounds, did it twice. Yeah, re-racked that shit by himself with nothing but catch chains. Yeah, I was like, his coach told him he had twelve hundred in him easy by his, himself too. His goal was to go for eleven oh eight. He hit the 1,069, and he was having some tightness in his lower back, so he chose not to go higher than that. But he still beat his previous record by 17 pounds. That's insane. Which, when you get over 1,000 pounds, 17 pounds might as well be 500 pounds. Right. That shit's a lot of fucking weight, dude. I couldn't even imagine and that nobody shit. nobody even came close. I mean, he, he took it again, took the title, new world record. It is what it is. He's uh, so, a fucking beast. Oh, it was crazy, dude. So moment number four was definitely... The private gym session with the team. Dude. I will say I was 100. I was texting you at the night show. I was 100% jealous that that happened. Dude. I would much rather have been at that than at the actual night show. <laughs> no, I'm just, I've just it been was, to it so many times that that looked like so much fun, dude. Bro, it was a blast. We literally took over the uh, LA Fitness in Graceland. Yeah. And uh, it's in Columbus, technically, but it's Graceland Boulevard, I think. And um, one of the tier operators actually knew the manager. We got in there. They, we got it, got there about 6.45. There were still some people in the gym. He literally walks over to me. He goes, you in charge? I said, yep, I'm the athlete and affiliate manager. He's like, all right, awesome. He's like, at 7 o'clock, we're going to get everybody out of here. I'm going to leave. I'm going to close this bitch down. The door's locked by themselves. You guys are willing, You guys are welcome to stay here as long as you want. Just make sure nobody touches the computers and nobody gets hurt. We literally had an entire early fitness store. So oh, no, it's it fucking dope, dude. And it was a blast. Dude. Well, me and him got stuck in the fucking hotel gym trying to do arms real quick. <laughs> Dude, we had such an amazing opportunity just to be able to work out and have the team be able to film everybody. We got some awesome group pictures. I wanted to be there because I didn't get to really, re- you know, interact with anybody at the booth, which yeah. I felt bad about because I was so busy and so concerned about, you know, yeah. coming over just saying hi to everybody Absolutely. and then yeah. running. Yeah. So I felt like I kind of put everybody off because I was kind of a dickhead. Nah, come on, man. And that's you not it at all, but. You weren't even, you know, you were there because you're on social media. You right. You have to do, so. And then for me, moment number five was just the overall booth experience, man. Like. Yeah. It's, there's nothing that that you can equate like working a booth like that to. Like the Olympia was fucking nuts. This was ten times more crazy. Right. And there were a couple of people who had been told to the you. Olympia and were like, ah, I think it was similar. Fuck no. Like no. Eddie's like, it was close. It was similar. Fuck no, it was not similar. It was <laughs> insane, dude. There were so many people there. At times, I didn't know my ass from a hole in the ground. Yeah. There were so many people. It's non-stop. Every, yeah, dude. I mean, hours and hours of people coming and just seeing people's responses to the products, the MRE bars, the team. You know, I mean, Ray didn't even come to technically work our booth because he wasn't scheduled to. He was there right. for SPD. And he literally came over for like 20 minutes and just got bombarded. I mean, dude, he, he stood in front of the booth and there was a line of people waiting to take pictures with him. Hold on. Is it because of him or is it because everybody thought it was Mark Henry? No, let's, let's just put it out him. there. Because of him. Let's just put it out there. I see the comments all the time on our social media. But it was funny because (laughs) Kenny Owens walked up behind Mark Henry and was like, what's up, Ray? Oh, shit. Shut the fuck (laughs) up. He did the other way around. Yeah. And I just laughed. I was like, yeah. He's like, I saw Mark Henry. I thought it was Ray. He goes, I want to say hi to him and introduce myself because we're on the same team. He's like, and I realized it was Mark Henry. He's like, oops. So (laughs) I didn't really see. You know, I saw Dennis James. I saw, got to hang out and talk with Flex for a little bit, you know, on Thursday when we're getting ready. Um, I saw Rob there because the Maestros guys were. Oh yeah, yeah, he was there for that yep. day, so I had to talk to him. We actually saw Kai in the airport, which was awesome. And you know, he's like, "Hey, it's oh. my team." Yeah. Oh. Huh? Oh. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Hi, Luke. And he's like, "Hey, it's my team." And he got up and came over and gave me and Ray, you know, shook our hands, yeah. and gave us a little hug, and he's like, "What's up, guys? How you doing?" We talked to him for a minute, and then we took off. So, so did I see like a ton of noteworthy people? Our no. team. Yeah, to I me, think. they're noteworthy. You know what I mean? Honestly, dude, I, I don't give a shit what anybody says. We have the best fucking team in the industry. Hell yeah, we do. Hell yeah. We have That's the awesome. best products in the fucking industry. Yeah. We don't copy anybody. No. 
We'd we all, do our own shit. We do our own thing. We stay our own tattoos. fucking lane. Nobody. Nobody. I know some cheap ass company was doing stickers or some what bullshit, I but but stickers on my. Balls. I forgot what they're called, like Purple Labs or Purple Stone Labs or Infinity labs. Stone Labs. I don't know what they're Ball called. Labs, I, think. Stones, I don't know. Some company I'll be on a business in like a year at Probably. least. Yeah, it is what it is. Some I bullshit saw my company. On my flight home, but he's he was just had his head buried in his butthole. So. Sounds about right. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. But so, the, the whole experience, it seemed like everybody at the booth had a great time, oh, dude. dude, it was amazing. And we had over 30 tier operators come and work the booth with us. Which is a testament to the fucking program. Hell Again, yeah, dude. there's no other affiliate program out there. Bro. People fucking try to copy it. Yeah, but they can't. They try to diss it, but you can't. No. It's, People we started this thing. And they're thanking me for sweating, eight hours of standing on their feet. You know, like, it was exhausting. It was fantastic, but it was exhausting. It's, yeah, dude. And at the end, there's people giving me hugs with, like, tears in their eyes, thanking me for the experience. And I'm just, like, amazed. Because you know what kind of passion that says that these people right. have about not only the brand, but the industry and everything else? It's 100%. Just, it's awesome. I couldn't have asked for anything. For me, I'm personally, really next year. and I could, I'm pretty sure I could speak for Dave mm-hmm. on this one, it was very humbling to see all the tier operators yesterday wearing Mehead Nation tank tops oh, or T-shirts. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was is. fucking, like, I'm getting goosebumps even just they talking about it. Like that, look at this thing. Yeah. Like, so you know, this I is real. He really has goosebumps. Yeah, it was fucking cool as shit I to me. I'm not no. <laughs> a little bit, little bit of a rainbow warrior over here, but whatever. Anyways, we love gay people. Okay, it wasn't a diss on the gays, Luke. Uh huh. This is not. This is not mentally triggered. Do not trigger the people. Hashtag triggered. But we're gonna get you back on here again to talk more in depth about it because cool. we do have a time limit and now we have right. to move on. See get back to your three hundred forty-five thousand emails. emails. Oh, all right. Thank you, Luke. Bye, Luke. Bye, Swole Dad. Man, I told him Sunday, man. Like he, he fucking killed it in terms of organization and like I told him I wasn't nervous. Like I didn't think he was gonna fuck it up, but. There's always that thought in your head, like, oh, are these people going to be good at interacting with fans? Are they going to, you know what I mean? Yeah, dude. But, I mean, no complaints. Everything worked out. We had the pleasure of sitting down with Chris Hester, and we kind of put him through the ringer with a a Q&A, basically. Long story short, we just wanted to see how how humble he was. Yeah. We wanted to make sure he wasn't going to be some cocky superstar that we would have to put in reality check. Yeah, because, like, I'm not going to sit here and give the guy workout advice or anything, because, like, clearly he knows knows what he's doing and can do more than me. But, like, you know, there is that kind of industry experience that, more specifically you, but I'd say that both of us have. Yeah. And uh, it was cool to be able to actually sit down and kind of give Shoot the shit and give him advice. Give advice, give him the heads up about a few things. All we did basically was what Steve Cardillo did for us. Yeah, exactly. We gave gave him the right advices. The vices, yes. You know what I mean? And he was eating pizza when we saw him, too. We did. But I got it approved by Neil. Exactly. He was allowed to. He was allowed to. So the sky's the limit for that fucking kid. Yeah. I'm I'm saying it right now, he will be a megastar in the next few years. I mean, I'm. Mr. Proppa is another guy. I haven't met him yet, but he has a lot of potential. But I wish Kenneth, he was there. Kenneth Owens and Chris Hester, like, it's it's pretty much balls in their core at this point. You know yeah. what I mean? And, Kenneth Owens. And I know they're not going to disappoint. Has a phenomenal physique. He was, I, I, honestly, like I told him, he got fucking robbed. He like, should have been top five yeah. at least. Like, I'm not one of those people that's going to say, like, things were meant to be and this, this, and that. But I think back to that day that he came in on the website chat and it was in a, his profile was an anonymous thing because it's a website chat, it's just a bunch of numbers. And he was like, "Hey man, how do I become an athlete for you guys?" And like, I swear to God, I've had hundreds of people ask me this yeah. through the anonymous forum. And I'm usually just like, 
dude, I'm not the guy. Go ask somebody else. But for some reason, I was like, oh, okay, mister, uh, I want to be an athlete. Let me see what you look like. Show me your Instagram page. This is a true story. And he sent me his Instagram page. And I was like, holy shit. You I sent like, it to someone's, me. Someone's got to fucking. Instantly. I was like, someone else has to look at this guy. And I, and, yeah. And he, he, it wasn't an immediate thing. Um, we all I kind of blew it off. Like, I'm like, yeah, he's got a great physique. But the following wasn't huge. I'm like, yeah, so I don't know. I'm like, the military him, thing's like, good, though. Man, um, you're not like, not that you're not ready to be an athlete, but um, the planets aren't really aligned right now. You know, we weren't looking for anybody at that point. Um, he needed to build up his following a little bit. And he could have just gone to some other company and taken another deal, but he wanted to be with Redcon over anyone else, stuck with it. He got his hands on a, on a bunch of products on his own dime, took really nice pictures with them. And became then a tier was operator. Like, okay, like, let's give him a little something. Let's see how he does. And he stuck with it. He did. He kept posting about us. Kept posting his code. Yep. And then now he's a fucking athlete. Literally so, another guy from tier operator to athlete. That goes to show you guys. Like, there's a lot of people out there who want to be something in this industry, and just pick one company that you that you want to be around. Don't pick a company just because they're the only ones giving you a bite or a nibble right now. You know, pick a company that you think fits your personality. And just fucking give it your all, and if it's meant to be, it'll happen. If not, who the fuck cares? Basically, put in the fucking work. Exactly. Take the ball and run like, with it. You see it to these the people; zone. they go from ambassador program to ambassador program, and it's like they're being ambassadors for some things that are so specific and fucking outlandish. It'll yeah. be like, like, oh, I'll, uh, get ten percent off my shoehorns or something. I'm just like, what the? F-? I'm like, you're just you're just doing anything to look like you're a fucking athlete. You're, you'll take any coupon code to put in your profile. You can. I'm just like. Dude, and it's not to bash all these other companies that are trying to make a name for themselves in niche markets, but like just some of these people, they'll just fucking they'll they'll be They're an not, ambassador for fucking for well, nothing and for anyone. These people aren't genuine, first of all, and then two, these companies aren't genuine either. Yeah, that's the difference between Redcon and pretty much every exactly. other company. So we're very genuine. When here. you become we're a tier operator, staffs. like you you'll, you'll immediately like if you just go on the tier operator group, be like, "Hey guys, what's up? I'm new because we have a, a Facebook group that's closed just for tier operators." If you join the tier operator program and you're like, "Hey guys, what's up? I'm new. Just want to say hi, dude." You'll get like I don't even know how many friend requests and how many people commenting. Fifty to one hundred at least the first day. And dude, it's like you know, what I mean, you're not going to get that anywhere else. It's truly like a family family vibe. Yeah. So let's talk about the show itself. Did yes. it go down the way you thought it would go down? Tough it went down not how I thought it would go down, but how I wanted it to go down. I wanted Wilbenack to win. I did, my top three were the top three, just not yeah. in my order. I really am a fan of him since the Olympia this year. Um, not to say that I'm like a, a beyond the bandwagon. I hopped on the bandwagon at the Olympia. And, I really became uh, a fan of him when he called out. Um, Louis Marco. Hey, most people don't confront people that are hating on him. You know, I became a fan. I don't think he did it. In the, uh, not to cut you off, I don't think he did it in the most professional way. Nah, but dude, he's got that. He he must be an Aries. He's got but that he, fire in him. He got that fire. He, in probably him. born in March. I know what you're gonna talk about. I know what you're gonna bring up too. So I had a lot of respect for him at the Olympia. Yes, when he just fucking went out there and was like, "Yo, to my ex girlfriend, like I'm sorry, like shit ain't working." Like that really resonated with me, because right. like a lot of these people, they just go on Instagram, and they have these perfect little lives, and it's not always like that. It's never like that. It's never like and that. And he's he's. Of the top two pro bodybuilder in the world, and he is not beneath saying that, like, you know, he's had personal struggles with a, a girlfriend or a wife or whatever. And it just, it was real. And then people were laughing. He's like, don't laugh. This is my fucking life. This yeah. is real. This is like something it's real I. Real shit. Not a joke. Yeah. It's like, and it's the, the mother of his kids. And he's just saying, like, I'm sorry shit isn't working out, but I still fucking have respect for you. And that's now it. Now look at him, motherfucker. Now he's the Arnold Classic champion exactly the so true honor here's, here's the thing there's a bunch of them but the one in ohio is the big dog. do you think he can beat phil heath ever ever yeah i mean phil got his uh 
his gut fixed. Did he really? He had the he had hernia surgery. Hernia surgery. Mm, interesting. So I don't know if he's gonna have his gut sticking out. But the gut is the only way that Phil will get honestly. Beat, that's is the only the way gut. is his gut because it was close between him and Dexter, in my opinion. Yeah, something was going on. I think with uh, Dexter's abs because like, I don't know if he was cramping up or if he was like you said just constipated yeah he there's a lot there's a lot that can go him. down in that last like uh, 36 hours that yeah. can make or break a competition well, we were talking about that like we've been dehydrated before we both competed before yeah. we both had the constipation that's, yep. a, that's a real thing and I'm not going to name the pro's name that gave me advice for that but cause I don't know if he wants it out there but I had to fucking take a suppository and shove it up my ass so I could take a shit before I got on stage the next day hmm <laughs> Straight up, because my coach did it work. Him, yeah, it damn, cleared me out. I nice. Think, I took two. Hmm. So I took one, didn't really do anything. A little shit came out, and then I took another one, and it was just like nice. Yeah. So I mean, maybe that's what he's got to do for Australia, but yeah, who knows? I mean, it was very weird because like Dexter Jackson is like uh, he's like Mister Reliable. You know what I mean? He's never 100%. he's never the best, but he's always his best. He's always he's he's because he's not the biggest guy. Um. He has an amazing physique. He's he's just the guy you know is going to bring it, and he didn't bring it. It was right. weird, man. It's the first time I've ever seen a show anywhere where Dexter Jackson wasn't like just fucking on point, and the only reason he lost is because he's just not the biggest guy. You think that's what it was? I mean, from when I was sitting and prejudging, it, he was on point, but William was more on point. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. It, I don't know. Dex sense. didn't look like Dex to me. There's no? something something about it. Maybe I got to go look at the pictures again. But I felt like he was a little down in size. Down in size, a little bit. Okay, a little bit. I feel like he was a little smaller than we normally see him, even though they said he was bigger. So, what do you think made but. the difference? Because Will Benack's always been good, but he's never been great. He's fucking phenomenal right now, and he's not. He's not a, a young guy. This is somebody who's been hanging around the IFBB for I don't know how long. What ten years? I think that proves though that he's he's a workhorse. And I feel like going back to what we've talked about before in the show, like you got to be in it for the long haul. Yeah. Cause he makes improvements. Cause there's, there's everyone's body's different. There's some people like Chris Bumstead, for example, who at 22 looks better. He's at the height of his career almost. Right. You know what I mean? And then there's some guys that like, like Sergio Oliva jr. He was hanging around the NPC local scene for like fucking five years before he even yeah. qualify. Or, well, I guess everyone kind of qualifies, but before he was even like a threat at nationals, and he's somebody that's been constantly posting and talking about in, his, in interviews like, look, you just have to fucking stick with this thing. You have to look at it as a 10-year span of when you turn pro, not like a fucking, oh, I'm, I'm going to do national. I'm going to do this one show and qualify for nationals. And I'm going to be a fucking superstar. He's like, nah, dude, this is a fucking serious marathon. That's the only way to describe it is a, a marathon versus sprint. Yep. And truthfully, because he came out and said that shit, it made me more of a fan of him. Yeah. I always thought he had a good physique, but I wasn't like a huge fan. But then when he came out with that statement, yeah, that was it. That was and I messaged him about it. I was like, "Hey, man, I really appreciate that." You know, when I was younger, I was always in such a rush to get on stage and all this stuff. And he'll, he'll message you back most of the time. He's very, um, he's very humble, very good with his fans. Yeah. Well, he's learning from the best. I mean, yeah, he's friends with Flex Lewis. Flex is great with his fans. Guy Sister Nino, like and he's, he's living he's that life. He's right over people. there in uh, Gold's Venice, and I know where we got. We got to be. We're stuck down here in Lizard Lizard Country. The, the Lizard Crew. We're the yeah. Lizard Crew. Love it down here, but it'd be yeah. so cool to be able to fucking live in Venice and just train. I just want to go there. I don't know if I'd live there. I don't I've know if I'd vibe with to. California. Uh, maybe we'll do a Redcon uh, field office over yeah, there. Yeah, maybe we'll do Maybe that, we'll do yeah. Redcon 2. We'll be in uh, yeah. in, in Los, Ag- Los Angeles. Maybe we should just take a trip. Maybe we'll go to the LA Fit Expo. Yeah, let's year. just go. Yeah. I've never been to that. Have you ever been to that gym? 
No. I've never even been into California. Have you uh, ever been? Yeah. Yeah, I've been there a couple times. LA Fit Expo twice. Because, you know, we're into movies and shit, too, so I feel like there's Venice a lot Beach. of shit we'd want to do there. Right. want to go to Muscle Beach. Muscle Beach, yep. That'd I only cool. got to see it. I didn't get the train out of it. Muscle Beach. I'd like to go see Hollywood, like to see the sign, like all the tourists do. Just yeah. Because we're into all that shit. I'd like to go up to random bald guys and be like, oh, my God, Bruce Willis, let me take your picture. <laughs> just like shit like that. I'd find some way to entertain myself. Bald midgets because yeah. Bruce Willis is an ankle butter. Yeah, just just pretend people are celebrities and bother them. You know what I want to bring up real quick is who is this little cutie I kept seeing you with walking around the expo, and then all of a sudden she was at the night show, big old smile on her face. I don't know what you're talking about. At one point, you're like, I, I just got to leave real quick. I was I like, oh, okay. And then I didn't about. see it until the show was over. I don't know what you're talking about. You know what you're talking? No, I do not know what you're talking about. Your memory slipped. My memory slipped. Okay, maybe it was that. Uh, maybe it was that CBD oil I had at the. Oh, those gummy bears the, that you got. The CBD edibles. That could have been it. All right, fine. I do not. Uh, I do not. A gentleman does not uh, tell. How about that? Uh, I respect Is that. The phrase that. a gentleman does not talk. A gentleman doesn't share. Doesn't, How does that go? Doesn't a gentleman doesn't share his conquest or something like that? A gentleman does not. I'm going to be a gentleman. A gentleman okay? doesn't kiss and tell. That's yes. what it is. Yes. I used to always say that. But I will say this. Uh, Arnold's a great place to meet people. It's where the magic happens. Great, the Arnold is where the magic happens. It's a great place to meet people. It's a great place to reconnect. Yeah. Um, I mean, sure, I'm sure there's times you guys might have seen us walking around looking angry and shit, but it's not because we didn't want to be there. We didn't want to talk to you. Yeah. Usually we're on a mission to do something. It's so cool. Or we're going like, to get food. I'll meet someone in an elevator, and they'll be like, oh, where are you from? What company you work with? You usually know a few of the same people. Right. We met that one guy in the plane. You meet new people. Yeah, we you met run into Big people. Baker Boy. You run into people that nice you haven't kid. seen in years. And like we saw that we saw Josh. I haven't seen him in I don't even know how yeah. long. Yeah, um, years for me. And what I like doing is is like if I know someone's going to be there, I'll just like walk around for a day or two and see if I run into them. Because I think it's so much better running into them than uh, – like, you know, it's cool, to, it's cool to be like, hey, where are you? Let's meet at this booth. But, like, just fucking running into someone, especially if one of you doesn't know the other one's there, is like, like I didn't know Josh was there. I didn't know until the it's night like before. It's like coolest, the coolest fucking experience. And the way that happened was the one we were leaving, too. Our boy Josh. Yeah, we almost literally we ran almost into each him. other. We literally almost ran into each other, though. Like, yeah. he decided to take that right turn and just, boom, there we were. Pretty yeah. fucking cool. So that was cool. Um, if you're single, it's a really good place to uh, spit a little game. Yeah, because like, it's 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 like the the best of the best. You know what I mean? Like, if you're a bodybuilder and you only want to date another like bodybuilder, it's like every single one of them is under one roof. Right. Or if you want to date a fitness chick, yeah, there, powerlifter, whatever. Yeah, whatever you're into, fitness wise, is there. But I don't know. I feel bad because like, if you're not working a booth, it's a little hard to just uh, to spit game. I don't know. Would be a good Arnold Arnold pickup line. That is true. Yeah. Good Arnold pickup line. Good Arnold pickup line. I had a few a few ideas. Let me so hear if you're if you're single, first of all, you're not going to do it in person because you're a huge pussy. Because everyone's a huge pussy when it comes to meeting girls now. So you're gonna oh, you're gonna age? you're gonna go on Bumble. That's yes, what you're gonna do. Because yes. Tinder sucks. Oh, let's talk about the Bumble real quick. Yeah. So Bumble, here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna say one of two things. You're gonna say. What booth were you at? Was it the girl in my dreams booth? Or my personal favorite, <laughs> you're going to say, you must be a brand ambassador for a clothing company that makes its apparel out of girlfriend material. <laughs> Use one of those two lines, fellas, and you'll melt, melt the girl's heart. Because they'll think it's so bad and so funny. But it's Bumble, so the girl has to message first. So what should a girl say to a guy? You tell me. I've never used it. As a, uh, usually they just say, hey, or they do the little fucking smiley face. That's what how they good? open up with a, a smiley face emoji? Yeah, the one with the rosy cheeks. That's it? Yeah. What do you put back? The fucking 
the eggplant. Emoji, the eggplant. The eggplant. No. Um, I don't know. I don't think. I think that honestly, though, like, I mean, I'm kidding around. Like, obviously, it's it's funny to say little corny pickup lines every now and then, but like, absolutely. It's, you if you're if you're like a bodybuilder and you match with another bodybuilder, it's very easy to just be like, all right, look, we're both on the same page. We're both single. Like, let's just let's just see where this goes. Let's go train at the gym and then get food afterwards. Yes, Ch- they like Chipotle guys. Oof, imagine that. What, Chipotle? Chipotle, and then you fucking you hit it okay, off. Okay, not everybody pull. has diarrhea when they eat Chipotle Blow like you, out okay? Your ass. Hey, maybe they're into that. Maybe they're into, uh, like, pooping on each other or whatever. You know what I mean? Maybe they, the, maybe the Chipotle. Plate, they're under the glass plate? Yeah, maybe. If you guys don't know what a glass plate is, go Google that Maybe shit. the Chipotle is, like, the uh, like loading the gun, you know, and they're, like, getting ready for later. You know what I mean? They're like, let's go let's go to Chipotle so we can shit on each other's chests later. Yeah, it brings a whole new meaning to the chocolate starfish. Oh, God. <sighs> don't even get me going with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what else do we have to discuss here with Arnold? What are you missing? Oh, Thor won the uh, the strongman. That was yep, cool. He never. I mountain. feel like he never wins the mountain from Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, he won. This He's year. like habitually second place. Yeah. And uh, what's cool is you can't you can't talk shit if someone's a strongman. There is no politics. That motherfucker lifts four hundred pounds above his head more than anyone else. What are you gonna say? Right. He's just the That's fucking. That's exactly what he did too. Yeah. So the last event, because what they do I is they have they have pounds, the uh, it was a lot more than they that. They have the strongman. Uh, it's was it ten events, twelve events? Yeah, events. I can't remember the exact. So but the, the last is event is actually the on show. the main stage at the night show. So yeah. what they do is they bring out all the bodybuilders to do their individual routines, and then they bring out the bikini girls to do awards, the men's physique, and then they have live judging of the strongman. So yep. you don't know who's going to win until that night show, and they have one event usually, and usually. they they did a from the ground. Deadlift, clean and press with a train axle. Yeah, it was fucking nuts. So for those of you who don't know what a train, train axle. axle is, an axle is the heaviest part of, of a motor vehicle. And they had to deadlift it from the ground. And then what this part fucking killed me. They, they deadlifted it from the ground, and then they kind of did like a, a clean. And then they rested it on their upper chest yep. while leaning back. And then because their hands are on the front because they're deadlifting it, they had to get their hands under it. And so they have to do the hand flip. So while they're doing that, the shit is balanced on their fucking chest. And then they have to press it above their head. Literally on their collarbones. Just chilling. It gave me uh, fucking back problems just watching it. And fucking Brian Shaw, I think, did two or three. I can't remember how many he did. But Thor came out and only had to do one and a half. And I think he pressed it four times. Damn. Just, just to solidify that he was the champ. Dude, that guy is a fucking beast. His calves look like NFL regulation footballs. Yeah, yeah. But see, the thing is, Brian Shaw's even bigger. Yeah. But the coolest but, thing about Strongman is that they all have respect for each other. So before, like, they said anything, like, announced Thor as a winner, Brian Shaw came out, gave him a big hug, and shook his hand. Yeah. Like that's the, that's what separates it from all of the other muscle sports, in yeah. my opinion, is, is like Mark Henry said, they, these guys all like each other. They all want to see each other do good. You know, there's no animosity because, like, there's just less pettiness. You know what yeah. I mean? Is it's maybe it's because the sport isn't based on look, so there's less. Um, le- there's, there's less. There's less vanity. You know what I mean? Hold on. Did you see the documentary though about the Arnold Strongman Classic? Yes, I told, I told you to watch boy. it. Yeah, yeah, he's a pretty boy, but he he's doesn't. A pretty boy. He doesn't let it like affect how he treats the competitors. No, but he's but he just a little. Kinda, like, he's got a little demon. He's like, does this pants make me ass look big? Like he's just. I mean, he didn't say that, but but along those lines, he wasn't boy kidding though. No, because I've serious. read other things that he's like that. Yeah, he, he's, he cares he's, what he looks. He's like. an actor, you know what I mean? But like, yeah, I don't know. But you, how are you going to not have respect when you're you're one of like ten people in the world that can deadlift over a thousand pounds? Like, what do you? I can never do any of that. That's what I mean. What are you going to be a dick to him? Like, come on. That's Neither like, do. I'm just saying. You're the only ones that understand each other. You know what I mean? Is is what these people put their bodies through, like purposely just gaining weight, not gaining muscle, just gaining weight. Weight, yeah. 
And I mean, it's crazy, man. So what's that documentary called? I can't remember. I don't usually watch documentaries, but it's on Netflix. It's called like Stronger or something. I don't know. But bigger. uh bigger. Born bigger. Born stronger. Born strong. It it's about the Arnold Strongman competition. It's a great, great yeah. documentary. And I like it because it's uh it's not the last time Eddie Hall competed, it's the second to last time. But it's kind of cool because he's at the end of his career. He's talking about his legacy, and then you know, he's a cool dude. That was a cool ass documentary. But let's talk about the biggest thing that happened to you at the Arnold weekend, dude. What? You got to meet Arnold. Got to yesterday. meet Arnold. You got a picture with him. I got a really funny picture because it looks like yeah. we're it looks like we're talking about eating ass or something in the yeah. picture. It like looks like I'm whispering and sweet nothings into his ear. Yeah. Well, I, I thought at first it looked like you two glaring at each other. <laughs> so, um, for those of you who don't know how this works, we we weren't just like sitting around like you know arm wrestling each other. It was right. like a very quick. Uh, it's actually called the step and repeat. Yes. So it's it's a way to do like mass uh, media picture taking mm-hmm. where they have it like timed where it's like person steps up take a picture next person so the timing was like really off yeah so it, it resulted in some really horrible pictures but i actually think mine came out better than if we had taken the real picture well, see my picture fucking sucked because they had a malfunction so i, I had to stand there shaking his hand for an extra three seconds I was oh, like, oh we got it and then they took it as i walked past yeah. them mine is uh I'm, 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 I'm like patting him on the back and I'm like, oh, yeah. thank you. But he's kind of looking at me smiling and I'm looking at him like I'm giving him the hey, how you doing yeah. look. It's yeah. so like it kind of looks like we're, we're like like discussing something like secretive or something. Yeah. So I, I, I'm really happy with how Your it came picture, out. It solidifies you as a person. It yeah, basically it's, sums you up. It's the great. picture is like really me. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like it's not just a stupid handshake picture. It's like an actual like it's like an action shot. You know, it was good. It was fun. And dude, eating real food. Oh my god. Oh my god. That was the first real meal I'd eaten in like fucking three days. I mean, we had real food the whole time, but it was just like fucking burgers and yeah, and dude. Shit like that. I, I can't Ugh. eat like that more than once a day. And man. if you guys know me, I love that shit, but I am fucking totally spent out. We dude, we we seriously donated a lot of money to Uber Eats drivers let's, that let's weekend. Talk about the fucking Uber Eats driver. That yeah, I got, got a fucking. At, I got an attitude from Uber Eats driver. He almost got and his ass. Him and his son. Day. Him and his son rolled up to the hotel room to confront me. <laughs> And, Wait, uh, his son was with him? Yeah, it was two of them. I only saw the tall, fat one. So, so basically, what happens? We ordered Uber and they Eats. They ran when I fucking. We over, yeah, ordered right. Uber Eats, and the guy was like, I, "I'm not allowed to come up to the hotel room to." Uh, Mind you, every other fucking Uber Eats person yeah. came right up. He's like, "It's against their policy. You have to come down here and get it." So I go down in my pajamas. Um, he's like, "Are you wearing a gray hoodie?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "Okay, I'm sending my son in," and I'm like, "Okay, I'm staying on the line until I get the food. Is that cool?" He's like, "Yeah." And then he's like, oh, wait, hold on. He's not, he got like really sketchy at this point. He's like, oh, you know how teenage boys are? And I was like, what? Yeah. And he was like, uh, he's like, I don't know. Like, uh, it was just a joke, sir. Like, relax. I'm like, all right, dude, I don't know what's going on. Cause he hung up on me and then he called me back. I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but, um, I, you know, the hotel will let you come up to my room. So I'm going back up to my room. Please bring me my food. He and he was wrong, like, wrong hotel first, didn't he? Yeah, he said he was at the wrong hotel, and it was just, I was like, look, I'm going up to my room, just please bring me my food. He's like, I'll bring you your food, but I don't need the attitude. And when he said that, I just hung up the phone. I was like, I'm not going to sit here and discuss politeness with an Uber Eats driver. Like, I just want my fucking food. So we go up to the the hotel. He knocks a minute later, and there's like two of them. And he's like, so you want to tell me why he gave me that attitude? And like me, I know you're in the room and he can't see you. And I'm looking at these two guys and I'm just like, it's not worth it. I just, I just grab my foot. I go, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I, I, I close the door. And then he's like saying this, saying that. So then Rudy's big ass runs out the fucking room. He's like, what the fuck? You say? And then these guys, <laughs> dude, it reminded me of a movie when like the monster's coming and they're trying to, they keep pressing the elevator button. Cause it's like, they, they want to get away like Jurassic park or something. Dude, and, it was literally like a cartoon. Like I could have seen the, you know, the shadows of their smoke from running. Yeah. I didn't know his son was, I only saw the big 
the fatter one. Yeah, the son was his so-called teenage son looked like ineligible at college football. He was so fucking large, yeah. and they still just like yeah. Because I went out in the hallway and I was like, God, what the fuck did you say? And that was the end of that. Yeah, so a very rare bad experience. That's the only time I've ever had a bad experience with any kind of like uh, app like that. But oh, um, and it wasn't like I was trying to be some fucking tough guy. But nobody's gonna talk to my boy like that. Yeah, it's like, dude, especially when you're, we're paying like, for a service. Yeah, you're like me, where you get more mad if someone talks shit about your friend than you do yourself. Like yeah, me, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Right. But if it's like one of my boys, I'm like, oh fuck that. The amount of shit that we've been through over the years, like, nah, that's not gonna happen. Yeah, I know. But you know I will mean? say, um, I was a big. Uh, I was very resistant to the Uber and Uber Eats, but like I'm getting with the times, and that shit's awesome. Thank you, Ron, for that. That was Ron Fumi that did that, right? Oh, yeah. He introduced me to Uber Eats. And thank you, because... You would fucking starve to death if we didn't Christine, have Uber Eats. Me and Christine, on my cheat days, usually Saturday nights, we Uber Eats, and it's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. The people are great. People it's not even great. that expensive, either. It's like five extra bucks. Yeah. I mean, it's usually 11 extra bucks for me, because I always tip them. Yeah, yeah, you tip and stuff, too. But you don't have to, apparently... Which I didn't know until you told me you don't have to tip. Yeah, it's like after the they it's ask just, you. It's just like if you thought the person was nice. You could be like me and tip in Total War. <laughs> I've done that before. I, I mean, believe it. It's $40. It's a good-ass tip. <laughs> if they work out, I'd do it. If, if yeah. like, like I had a guy... Uh, and he was just like asking about working out and this, this, and that. And I was like, I just t- I'd give him a Total War. Oh, and when? Okay, we're good. We had a little... Uh, Little mishap there. Little break there, but we're back. Yeah, so we had an Uber driver to the hotel or to the airport. She was cool as fuck. She had Mercedes. Yeah. That's, and what's I thought so, you were joking with me. So Uber has like Uber X, Uber Black, Uber XL, Uber Premium, and I always get the cheapest one, which is just like a it's like a four door sedan wait, wait, usually. There's, there's all different styles of Uber? No, 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 they have so there's the normal one. There's the you one if you, you like have upgraded, like first class is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. There's the one if you have a lot of people. All right, I've never I've never this is my first Uber ever. I usually just take a test. Yes, yeah, so there's so. four kinds. There's Uber, Uber I think Uber X is the normal one. There's Uber XL, which is like you get like a, a three row uh, car. Yeah. And then there's one where you have to take Uber with other people, and that one kind of sucks because you have to like oh, walk a few blocks and that. then you have to go to their stop first sometimes. And it's you're cheaper. To talk to people? No. Yeah, it's no weird. Thanks. Um, and then there's Uber, I don't know, Uber black. And it's like a really nice car. So we got the really nice car for the fucking normal place price, which was cool. I don't remember her name, but she was a sweetheart and she knew everything about the Arnold. She knew all the people that we knew. She knew more stuff than us in certain areas, certain areas for like next year. We're like the Arnold experts, but it was great. Whoever that lady was. Thank you. It was very, very enjoyable. Uber. Did you have fun with uh, the tier operators? Yeah, they're all great the people. I wish we could have spent more time at the Yeah, booth. I didn't get to really talk to them then. I didn't get to really talk to them at the fucking, at the the, the meetup either. Because we got there late after the fucking, show. Fucking Kenneth Owens had his shirt off the entire time. I thought he that was competed, funny. He I know. Shredded. What do you expect? I thought it was fucking awesome. Kenneth, if, you, if you're listening to us, we love you, guy. He better listen. Same with Chris. He better start listening. He, they, they said that he did. Oh, he really? Oh, yeah. Him. That's right. He does. I think he's lying. I, I got I got such a funny look from uh, from Ko because I was I like um, I like fed a girl an MRE sample like yeah. she like I had it in my hand yeah. and I just like put it in her mouth and he walked by me with the he gave me, he gave me the you look yeah. with the eyebrow I was like <laughs> oh dude he doesn't know me like that he doesn't know that I know her like it was just such a like uh, like a weird moment where he he thought I was just some fucking creep he just thought like, you were a pimp he didn't like think just you were shoving a creep. <laughs> he thought you were fucking you were pimping it come on you know Kenneth yeah, I know. What else we got? Are we good? Are we done? Anything else you want to uh, touch upon before we call it a day? Because I keep getting text messages that we have to hurry this up. I know. I'm starving, so. man. 
So on that note, go to redcon1.com and use the code MEATHEAD20 to save yourself 20% off of those new MRE bars. Oh, the fucking bars, bro. fucking What's phenomenal. What's your favorite bar? Say it on three. Ready? One, yep. two, three. Blueberry Cobbler. I was going to say BBC, but yeah. Okay. We said the same thing. We just didn't say it in the same way. Yeah. Want to do it again? Uh, <laughs> they, they get it. MEATHEAD20. Save you 20%. All right. Bye. Bye.